Good morning. Joining me now, I have Scotty Miller of the Scotty Miller Band. He's toured with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame legend Bo Diddley. He's been published by Hal Leonard, inducted three times into the Minnesota Blues Hall of Fame. And he is coming to Mankato in the near future, October 1st. That's a Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Hooligans, part of the Madison East Center Complex. And uh, sponsored in part by KMSU Radio. How are you doing, Scotty? Hey, Karen, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, I was really, you'll think this is an odd question, but when I saw you've been published by Hal Leonard, it brought me back to my youth of growing up and doing the Hal Leonard method for piano lessons. (laughs) Yeah, it takes you back to those those old piano books and uh so what did you yeah, publish with them did you i mean i'm just curious because i didn't uh, i never book. thought about who would actually would put them together uh yeah it's it's been out for many years it's it's called rock keyboards uh by scott miller and it was a compilation instructional book and play along cd that's still for sale still out okay. there with Hannah <laughs> leonard in like various different rock blues styles of keyboard playing and exercise and then the play along cd is really cool with my my band is playing along with the backing tracks and so you can you can play along with the band while you're reading and learning from the book very cool i didn't you know it wouldn't have occurred to me that scott miller was the scotty miller band guy so that's really a fun thing if people find those now when you grew up it says you started playing piano lessons at the age of six and you were born in Minneapolis. So talk about that yes. way back when. Was it actually Minneapolis or a suburb? Yeah, actually, I was born in uh, Minneapolis and grew up my first early years in South Minneapolis and then out to the Plymouth, Wyzetta area. When my parents moved out there, built a house, got jobs in that area. So yeah, I started a traditional piano at age six and then morphed into, you know, through traditional and classical and then morphed into jazz studies at McPhail. Oh, okay. Time in junior high and then continued with just study through high school. And then I, I went out to Berkeley College of Music in Boston after high school. Okay, so you were kind and, of a big deal going to music school out there. Wow. Oh, uh, well, it was, a, you know, it was a great experience. I mean, it took everything I had to, you know, get out there to save up the money. You know, I had scholarship help from, from was that a high school, from different arts funds. I worked, like, all summer uh, saving up money. I remember a couple summers before I left in construction and demolition. And <laughs> and so we pulled all the pieces together. I was able to go. And uh, a Chick Korea scholarship, that was great. And helpful with a bit of the tuition. And so it was a really good experience, and I, I learned a lot there, especially from my my private college teacher of piano, Craig Najar, still out there, out in the East Coast. Was he one of your biggest influences for the blues, or where did that part come from? Because now you're pretty much known as a blues guy. Yeah, you know, I think I'm I'm most known in that in that realm of music and style. I think my first. One of my like first albums, way back to uh, the album The Other Side and Days of Reckoning, you know, we're talking like 2002, 3, 4. I definitely was getting into more barrel house, southern tinge styles, reminiscent of, of New Orleans styles, and Dr. John was a huge influence for me that I gravitated towards James Booker, Alan Toussaint, people like John Cleary, 
who are still out there were major influences in sort of the direction of blues that I, I ended up going into. And, you know, back then I was like one of the first, I think I was like the second after our Minnesota Blues Society got the International Blues Challenge thing going. I went down and, and competed in that, made it to the semifinals down in Memphis. And uh, just before that is where I hooked up just before I started recording my own albums, I did a few years touring with uh, Big John Dickerson and Blue Chamber, oh. which also helped kind of cement my love for the blues, and I learned so much from those guys. And the reason I go back that far and bring that up is because this hooligans date is paired with Paul Mayasich. Yes. P.K. Mayo, who was the guitarist with Big John Dickerson at the time. So Paul and I have a... a, a deep, long, rich history, and are also featured um, on each other's first two CDs. Will you so, be playing together at all at this, this gig coming up at, at Hooligans? You know, <laughs> we haven't discussed it yet, but who knows? Could happen. A couple of um, other big names with you are Leto and Wright, and we've had them down here as folk singers before. I see they're going to be here along yeah. with Noah Levy, so a really great group of folks. Oh, cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah, those guys are amazing. So we haven't discussed it. I thought about it, though. You know, maybe we'll sit in with each other or we'll mm-hmm. see. That would but be fun be for the crowd, up. I think. Yeah, it'd be fun for all of us, but fun for me. So, you know, we're, we're both staying pretty busy, thankfully. And so we don't get to see each other or hear each other that often, just occasionally at a festival. And so I'll have my band of these many years now with me, which... Uh, you know, I should mention features Marco Day on drums, who's been with me since we started this band. Which was um, when? And then, uh, I think that's about the year 2000, 2001. Okay. And so Mark is uh, an original drummer and member of the Scotty Miller Band. And then, new to the last two releases, Reciprocation and Stay Above Water, which are my two most recent CDs, so going back to like 2016 now members uh, Dick Shopto on bass and vocals and Patrick Allen on guitar and vocals. So that's the most current formation of the band featured on the last two CDs and coming down to do this show at, at Hooligans. Are you doing a tour now? Is that kind of uh, took a break during the pandemic or, or how has your career been in the last few years? Yeah, uh, the pandemic was definitely in it, uh, <laughs> you know, a hiccup for all of us out there, just everybody across the globe. So, as you know, been grateful to be back touring and very busy these past months now. Um, this year out with Ruthie Foster, who I have been touring with as her keyboardist since 2008, and then with my own solo career. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of always on tour. How did um, you connect with the Grammy-nominated singer Ruthie Foster? Just wondering. Um, I connected with Ruthie back in oh, 2006. Okay. And you mentioned Bo Diddley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I did a two-month U.S. tour with Bo Diddley, and this uh, amazing singer named Ruthie Foster was like the opening act on the tour. Oh. It was, it was Ruthie Foster, Alvin Youngblood Hart, and Bo Diddley. And so it was like a uh, Bo Diddley and Friends tour, and she was the opening act. And so course two months on the road from coast to coast 
That was a massive, massive tour. We became really good friends, and then after that, she asked me to to play with her, and so I've I've been um, a part of her band now since 2008. So, do you tour at the same time, or do you have to have separate times, or how does that work? Uh, you know, fortunately, it just somehow magically works out. <laughs> okay. She will play some gigs solo or with her trio or quartet with me on keys or quintet five piece with Haddon Sayers on guitar. And so it's kind of a, a variety pack and then dates will come to me and I just try to navigate the best I can between my own calendar and hers. And so, you know, I've got like my my new book, poetry book and C D just came out. So I got a release show on Friday at the three eighteen cafe in Excelsior. Oh. And then I have a 6 a.m. flight to play the Bogalusa Blues Fest with Ruthie Saturday morning. You know, so it's, we're moving fast out there. <laughs> and God willing, you, you know, you make it. You spend about 90% of your time traveling and 10% doing the performance. Now, you mentioned you brought up your poetry and in one of the yeah. the online descriptions about you. It says your poetry ability was nurtured by your literature teacher during your time attending Berkeley College of Music. And so yeah. that's a part of what you do now, too. Talk a little bit about that. And you said you have a, a book. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have um, my new book and CD just just released last week called The Carnival Cocoon. And it is a poetry book, full collection with full color illustrations, 84 pages, 51 poems contained within, and it is paired with an album where I took 23 of those poems and set them to music, uh, blues, jazz, combo, string quintet arrangements, and solo piano vocal. A lot of improvised spoken and sung, a lot of improvised music, but, but arranged in all those different styles. So it's been a, that's been an all-consuming, massive project, and I'm really you know, excited that it just came out. Now, that is a little bit different than what I'm bringing down to play in Mankato. Yeah, what can the folks um, down here expect at Hooligans on October 1st? Yeah, now that is, you know, that's Scotty Miller Band, which okay. um, is all the guys I mentioned earlier. And the the music from, for the most part, from our from those those last two releases, rock, rocky, funky blues, heavy piano and heavy guitar, a lot of vocal harmony work. It's a really fun show. It's just the guys are so talented. And so that's all stuff that we're playing from our last two CDs, Reciprocation and Stay Above Water. Well, so Carnival Cocoon, what would that sound like if you were to play that down here? How would that be different? Uh, That'll be coming at a different time and a different place. Ah. Um, But that is... uh, that's going to be uh, quite a bit different because, and I've got multiple shows around that new release. Some are solo, some are with uh, my dear friend, string arranger, Sierra Elise Hill. And that, we've been doing quite a few of those shows where it's just violin and cello, with her on violin and cello, and then me on piano and vocal. Like the release Friday that I mentioned, the 318 is with Bex Gaunt, so two violins. 
later in October on the 26th, I have uh, the Carnival release at the Dakota, and that's going to be with string quintet, grand piano. It's a little bit more acoustic, a little bit more broken down in, in ranging through all this, uh, this other different music that, you know, like I said, crosses in from kind of jazz to blues to almost even a classical and then improvisational experimental um, approach. Would it be maybe uh, uh, called the more mellow Scotty Miller band sound? Uh, yeah, I'd say comparatively. Ah. You know, um, comparatively speaking, it's a it's a different it's a completely different experience, especially if you you see it in the setting of of uh, a string section with grand piano. You know, rather than drums, bass, sure. guitar, and vocal. Uh, it doesn't mean it's all docile. A lot of it upbeat and and whatnot. And, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people have attributed it to, like, old Jack Kerouac, Steve Allen recordings. Oh. You know, where Jack's reading his poetry while Steve Allen's playing jazz piano. It's reminiscent, inspired by a lot of that stuff. There's a bit of Tom Waits influence there going on as well, so. Do you write yeah. all of your own music, then, pretty much, for even the Scotty Miller Band, or is it? I do. You, so you do covers at all, or not, not anymore? No. No? Okay. No, not really. I, I do a very small handful of covers. And, you know, that's one of the gifts of this band, being able to continue and um, do what we do and and to be able to, to have people that follow us and listen to our music. It's even more of a blessing the older I get. But, yeah, it's, it's all original music. Scotty, you've um, been to Mankato a number of times down here. How do you describe the Mankato crowd? Is it a pretty enthusiastic reception that you get down here? Yeah, usually. You know, usually it, and it's all this, like this hooligans is, you know, due to the university and Dale Hefner, who runs the music program, and he's the one that brings me down to Mankato, me and the band. And so most of my performances in the area have been at the school, um, at the Performing Arts Center there. And and so uh, it varies. You know, it used to be like a student requirement to attend like four shows a year. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, if you're in the music program, it was like required. Yes. So you'd get like half the crowd was like really enthusiastic. <laughs> and then there was always like two or three people on the sidelines like asleep. Oh, because they had to be there. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, but then also open to the public like it is now. It's not a student requirement, and the shows are more, you know, Dale's broadened this out to try to bring even more so people in from everywhere and anywhere. I mean, he even brings in huge artists like John Cleary and Cab Benoit and other people that come through on their way to other gigs. So, I mean, he does such an amazing job. Yeah, to answer your question, um, of course, really enthusiastic. (laughs) That's good. Really supportive, buying CDs at the end of the night. Is your new CD um, and your poetry book going to be for sale at the end of this gig, or is that not till your official release coming up? It's not the official release because I won't be. It's a I'm not performing that material with okay. the band. It's a different different thing. Okay. Uh, but I'll have some for sale just yeah. in case people want to try it out with me. Yeah, and it's on my website now at scottymiller.com, and it's like coming up on slowly but surely coming up it's like up on amazon music and okay my youtube channel at scotty miller band is up with new videos from it so you can get a good sampling from it from my website 
One more thing I wanted to address with you, and this was on your description talking about you, is that you are an active, passionate member of the Twin Cities recovery community, and you help other recovering addicts and alcoholics. Would you share that experience with us and, and how that came about and how things are going and sure. that there's hope for others? Oh, definitely. Thanks for mentioning that. You know, yes, I am. I've been in, in the recovery community and in recovery myself for quite a few years now. And um, it's become part of the sort of my new bio description as it relates to the new project because the new Carnival Cocoon project has a lot to do with, uh, there's just there's just a large piece that deals with addiction, recovery, mental illness, hope, empathy for all these different things that we all experience at one time or another or know somebody who does. And so it's kind of like the view of, of all of it through my own through my own perspective. It's also empathizing with major issues that continue with regards to homelessness, poverty, inequality, and abusive power. And so it was a really, you know, it's kind of like my songwriting. It's kind of cathartic for me. I have a song called A Better Way to Cope. Kind of the tagline is, you know, if you can tell me how you do it, maybe I can find a better way to cope. Because I think that's how we all get along, um, is, is, is like sharing our experience and our strength and, and our hope, hopefully, that, you know, how did you get through the challenge that you got through? And maybe if you share that with somebody who's struggling, maybe they'll catch some some glimmer of hope to get through their own their own struggles. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I know that's that's kind of a big deal for a lot of people, and mental illnesses and addictions are something that has maybe been kept under the rug a little bit, so it's great like people like you are, are bringing it up and trying to bring hope to, to others. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. We can only try to, to do that. The book and the, the CD and just my music in general, I mean, all, all the songs that, that the band does from our previous CDs, they all have a tinge of, of that in them. You know, and so that's that's how we roll. It's like you, you know, I, I'm a songwriter, so of course my stuff coming out is, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to come from my experiences and my perspective. You know, that's been a huge part of my life. You know, recovering from addiction and alcoholism 15 years ago. Congratulations. You know, uh, thanks. You know, I mean, that's been a, you know, that's a pretty big blessing. If you think about it. You're going down kind of a dead-end road, and then uh, you're able to transform and hopefully contribute again in a way that's, you know, that's a, that's a pretty uh, unmerited grace, if you will. Well, thank you. We've been chatting with Scotty Miller of the Scotty Miller Band, who will be here in Mankato on Saturday, October 1st at 7 p.m. at the Hooligans at the Madison East Center on Madison Avenue here in Mankato. Thank you so much for your time and all the great information, and we look forward to having you coming down here, and all the best to you. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, Karen. and look forward to seeing seeing all of you down there. It's going to be a great time with Paul Mayasich and then then our band. It's going to be a big night. So big thanks to, to you for putting the word out. All right. Thank you so much, Scotty. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you, Karen.